People are hitting me up, but I'm live now. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. Come on in. The water's fine. I really wish that I can like play music in the beginning, but Facebook always tries to mute me, but like I'd be grooving before I hit the live button. It would be really great if Facebook would stop playing and let me groove out with whatever music I feel like I own because it's on my phone. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. I haven't done my podcast in a while. I'm super excited. I promise I won't be before you long. I know I have a lot of people that always text me like, okay, I'm going to try to catch it or catch the replay. Either is fine. I'm going to keep talking to y'all like y'all here with me. So regardless, but I don't want to be too long tonight. Although my sister Kiki said she can listen to me talk all day long. And that's because we talk to each other all day long. But either way, I'm super duper excited to get started tonight. So regardless if you're on right now or watching the replay, please, please, please drop it right in the link if you're white, if you're watching live or you're watching the replay. I will come back. I will respond. How y'all doing? How you doing? Let's do the one word check-in for the week. Can you describe your week in one word? Um, procrastinate. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, I procrastinated a lot this week, bruh. Like, um, I was supposed to post the video that I posted today on Monday. It's Friday, bruh. This happens, queens. I mean, life happens, and um, I like to take naps because I be tired and I have a lot to do. And I just feel like, well, let me get the energy to do all that I have to do. So uh, my sister called me today and said that she's team Kadeen from my video because she needs to take naps. She has two small children. I have another friend, Crystal, that was like, yo, I'm team Kadeen and I don't even got kids. I need a nap. Um, my cousin, <laughs> my cousin called me and was like, yo, Rebel, Rebel PK, she's from Brooklyn. She looked like she's from Brooklyn. She's me. <laughs> um, I love that people are resonating with it because that's exactly somewhat of what I'm talking about tonight. Um, so let me check my comments. Hey, Coach Ebony. Um, I'm sick. Sinus infection. No, I'm so sorry, boo. Um, I'm addicted to Flonase. So I have a whole regimen. I do saline solution, Flonase, my Brio, which is asthma treatment, um, every single day in that order. And then I brush my teeth. And girl, I know I have kind of like a high-pitched voice already, but I used to sound like a chipmunk all the time, my nasal passages. Um, I know you're really into nature and natural things. So my sister uses a, um, do you call it a nutty, nutty pot? Y'all know what I'm talking about, where you pour water in your nose? But either way, I hope you feel better. I pray for healing in the name of Jesus, honey. Okay, so I definitely want to start. So grab your Hello Mug, whatever your delight may be. My sister Trees made this for me. Thank you very much. I love it. It's water in here tonight because, honey, I needed, I needed it. 
But I want you to grab your Hello Beautiful mug or your favorite drink of delight and let's enter into the throne room. You can always order your mug and all Hello Beautiful merch at hellobeautiful.info. So let's get started. I love the countdown. Let's do it. the throne room. Conquering the queendom of daughterhood, womanhood, and motherhood is a quest we can't accomplish on our own. So we invite queens from all over the world to share their struggles, their triumphs, and their quests in conquering their queendom. We pray that God restore, reveal, and revive us into the queens he wants us to become. God's will be done, thy queendom come. intro for me. It will always be the intro for me. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're watching this live, please make sure that you comment live. If you're watching the replay, make sure you type that in. Um, listen, we're getting into it tonight. Our episode is still part of our Toxic Cycle series. Toxic cycles that we have carried from daughterhood into our womanhood, I like to call heirlooms. They are things, they are things that are passed down to us from our mama trauma um, and that we don't really necessarily understand that we're carrying. And part of this toxic cycle, I want to talk about this lie, which is this word, either. I just feel like this word is one of the biggest lies we've ever been told. Um, it's all about um, what the definition is. It's either one or the other. And I just honestly believe that the word either is a lie because it gives you the illusion of choice. But you're actually choosing things that people are presenting to you. And that doesn't really give off the vibe of freedom at all, does it? So I want to talk about a few times and a few things that I've believed this choice, this illusion of choice with the word either. So we're going to start from my daughterhood because I queendom is always who we are as a daughter influences who we become as a woman, which impacts who we are as a mother. And quite frankly, I call that cycle queendom. So we're going to start in my daughterhood, and I call myself the rebel PK. Growing up, I felt that I was either going to be the obedient daughter or the rebel. Being a PK is really hard. The one thing I absolutely love about my ethos fam, which is my millennial ministry at Sharon Baptist Church here in Philadelphia, um, it's packed full of PKs, pastors, kids. There, there really aren't many people in the world that can relate to you and understand the pressure, understand um, the world's eye or the church's eye or the community's eye on you. I will never forget 2008 watching President Obama win and he, he came on stage with my forever first lady michelle obama and then his two daughters and i remember being so happy and immediately being sad because i was like oh my god i looked at them and i saw my sister and i and i'm like 
I know exactly what they're about to go into. Everyone will be watching them. Everyone will put them up on a pedestal and wait for them to fall off. It's one thing to put someone up on a pedestal and encourage them and support them. It's another thing to put them up there and just be like, them PK kids, they the worst. You're expecting us to fail. So it was really, really hard. And what I found myself was comparing myself because I believe this self-made illusion that I had to compare myself to my sister, who I felt was the good daughter. My sister Kiki is, my mother calls me the social butterfly and she calls my sister Kiona the sunflower because my sister is so earthy. The world, she sees the world for what it is and she still chooses light and beauty. And she could have been born in the seventies or something with sunflowers and Woodstock and you know, all these, which explains a lot of why she's a therapist and a yoga instructor. It just all comes together. <laughs> but growing up, I always felt like there are things that I just, you're telling me choose either or, and I'm just like, I can't. Like, well, fine. I, I choose the worst one. I choose to act out because I just could not understand the box of either. In my womanhood, as Kadeen, as mom Kadeen, as many people resonated with today, I thought I was either killing it at home or at work. But honey, it wasn't about to be both. Because how in the world do people manage all of this? Do you mean to tell me? I got to go to work nine to five. I then on some days have to go to school from six to 10. Yes, honey, I was doing this. And then there's laundry. <laughs> there's homework with my child. There's homework for myself. There's tests. There's projects. Um, then I have wifely duties. Like I have to clean the whole house. I got to You mean to tell me I got to clean the bathroom, the toilet, and like all the pee around the toilet because it's nothing but boys. Like I'm the only girl in the house. You mean to tell me I got to do all of this? Well, something, something not going to work. I'm either going to be Stedford mom chilling it at home and work is a hot mess or I'm going to be at work you know, killing it at work and something is falling through at work. I found that I compared myself to this self-made illusion that I had to choose to compare myself to other mothers, to other women. I would sometimes go into my friend's homes and it's like you can eat off the floor and they have more children than me. And I'm just trying to figure out how in the world they have this so down packed. And I remember, never forget, one of my very close girlfriends, she says to me, girl, I got a maid. You don't got a maid? You ain't been on Groupon yet to get maid services? Like the maid comes in and I just keep up with what she does. I don't have to keep the, it blew my mind. The secrets, that sounds amazing. Um, but for me, it was very much a struggle constantly comparing myself to other women, to other people that seem to have it all together, to other people who kids get full straight A's in school, never have to worry about them being focused. And my son, he comes, he's getting A's and B's, but this is a team effort because with organization, procrastination, staying on top of him, many of the heirlooms I passed down to him. So I constantly found myself comparing myself to other mothers. Have you ever compared yourself to other people? Honestly, can you be like transparent? Have you ever compared yourself to your other friends? For sure, even as a businesswoman, I thought I was either going to do it the way other people did it, 
because that's the only way that people would think that I'm successful. I got a little typo there, but y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I found myself constantly downloading over and over templates, webinars, all these different things of how other people did it. And I realized that they were literally placing me and all my creativity into their box. That just didn't work for me at all. But I still found myself constantly comparing myself. I believe this self-made illusion that I needed to be like other career women with more letters behind my name to be taken seriously. Honey, it took me 13 years to get my bachelor's. I don't think you understood that. 13, one, three, through multiple different schools. I tried just virtual schools. I tried um, just a community college. I tried so many things. But there was no possible way that I was gonna be able to get all those letters behind my name. So I had to decide, okay, I know what I'm talking about. I literally was in college and going to class once a week from six to 10. Do you know how exhausting it is after going to work and having to sit in a class, listen to a professor talk for four hours straight, bruh? It was exhausting. <laughs> but you, I would literally be in class and I realized that I was getting my degree for other people because there was nothing in those business administration classes that I didn't know. It was common sense to me. And I see people with their notebooks taking lines and lines of notes. And I'm just sitting here like, that don't make sense to you? You didn't know that? I felt like I knew that already. So I felt like I had to get more letters behind my name, even becoming a coach. I got my certification in life coaching and relationship coaching. And I really thought, well, maybe I do need to pursue this um, therapy degree. Maybe I do need to be a psychologist, you know, in order for people to take me seriously, in order for people to understand that I can help them through their problems. I found myself in a self-made illusion that I myself had to have more accolades, worldly accolades, in order to be taken serious, in order for people to pay me my worth. Um, it, the comparison ran pretty deep. Now, before I run into what comparison truly is, let me check these comments here. Yes, I care my I compare myself sometimes to my own mother. Tiff, don't get me started because y'all heard me say this before. My mother is the real life Claire Huxtable. Okay? Like how can I possibly compare to Claire? How can I compare to that? Chow is real. I very much used to compare myself to other people. It was a huge struggle. Now, child, I wish I would try to sing someone else's song. Okay, Coach F, you better go to head. Ain't nobody trying to sing nobody else's song. First of all, I'm a drummer. Can you, can you see the drum in the back? I move to my own drum. You singing your song your way, I need to do it my way. So I feel y'all on these comparisons for real. But I got to tell you something about comparisons. And you know I'll be making up my own definitions and my own words because Queen will show you how it's done, right? If you know, you know. Comparison is jealousy wrapped up in guilt. Shall Comparison is jealousy wrapped up in guilt. I have this book that I have not finished. It's still on my shelf. It's a great prop because I ain't reading it. 
It is by someone that I absolutely love and adore. I absolutely love Sarah Jake Roberts, Sarah Roberts Jake, whichever way she switches her last name. I love her because I've always felt like that is me. She's a PK. She made mistakes. She's a speaker, an author. She does it all. She does every single last thing that I want to do. And I found myself reading this book and getting highly upset because she even uses my phrases, but just in a different way. I say queendom. She says something else. I say heirloom. She says something else. And I'm just so livid. I'm livid because she has a way bigger platform than me. She got a lot more money than me. And people take her seriously. And as, as much as I love her, I found myself comparing myself to her. And then I found myself, if I dig deeper, being jealous of her. And then I realized, because let me tell you, the first emotion that you feel is just the easiest accessible one. That's why when people tell me, yeah, I was so mad, I just wait. Because anger is the first emotion you could grab out. I'm waiting for the more vulnerable emotions that you're too scared to mention or too um, blind to see are the real emotions. So as I'm digging deeper with this jealousy, because why do I need to be jealous of this woman or guy? She's doing her kingdom. She's doing her queendom for the kingdom. It's really guilt because she ain't procrastinating. She doing what she got to do. She's being consistent every single day. I am guilty because I know I'm not doing everything that I'm called to do. I know I'm taking naps. I know I'm binging on Netflix. I just started watching, um, what's the thing everybody's talking about? I'm watching it. The first episode is, you know, the brother holding up a sign talking about I murdered women or something. Like, I'm on the first episode. I saw people clickbait. That's the name of it. <laughs> I started people watching it. But these episodes is either going to be 30, 45, or an hour long. And if you literally binge on a eight-episode series, you just had a full work day. That's procrastination. <laughs> and that's where the guilt comes in. So... I had to realize I have all this guilt because I am literally trying to choose either or from everything that I am. I'm trying to choose motherhood, being a career woman, a business owner, a creative, an artist, a rebel, an activist, all these things that I am boxed up. You're telling me that I have to choose either or. I recently had a business um, consultant talk to me and she said, you have to choose who you're going to show up to be in the world. And here was this, e this word again, either. Um, and here's what I discovered. I choose all. I choose every single one of my personalities and gifts. And so should you, because I am every single last one of these. Um, and so are you. Give me one moment because I have to be all at the moment. My husband's asking me for something. Here you go, baby. You're welcome. See, I, I can't choose either one. I got to do them all. <laughs> so I choose every single last one of these things because 
I need to unbox my queendom. You cannot fit me in one of these boxes. You cannot fit yourself in one of these boxes. You have to show up as every single last one of these. How in the world can you possibly, love you, unbox your queendom? How? Well, let me, well, before we go to that, I need to check the comments. Let me see what my girls are saying. Boom, pal. Comparison is jealousy, rap, and yo. Oh my goodness, couch, okay, beautiful. That was so powerful. Yes, speak on it. Choose based on desire placed inside of you. My real life freedom is watching me incarcerate myself being a procrastinator. Listen, you have to show up fully to answer the call. Y'all, y'all be in the comments preaching. I know y'all do. <laughs> So how in the world do you unbox your queendom? We're going to start with step one. And if you don't know what this is already, if you have been following me and you don't know where I'm going with this, you don't know me at all. You only got me in one of those tiny little boxes. You need to unbox me and make sure you know exactly where I'm going. There's only one possible way that I can show up as all of me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. The first thing I got to do is I can't do it by myself. I need Jesus. It's not either. I need him. Like, period. I, I need to be all of me. And I can only do that because of the God in me. Seriously. Now, this is the only either that I know that ain't a lie. It's not a lie. Okay. It's There's a scripture that says, choose ye this day who you will serve. And I had to realize that um, there are many things that I've placed in my life that I have on a pedestal as God or who I have or what I have that has defined me in one of these boxes. Just ride with me for a minute because I don't have any words for these on the screen. So just go with the flow with me. So here's what I discovered. I identified myself according to many things, except for what God has called me to do. And I was really um, placing these things above him. So let me be perfectly transparent. My horoscope, a cancer. There are many things that I was like, oh, well, I'm a cancer. Um, <laughs> team cancer all day, six, nine, hey. Um, moody, emotional, mother earth, who want to save the earth. All of these things, we're just going to wrap that up. I am what I am, that I'm a cancer. That's just how it is. Honey, your personality is the choices that you make. When you wake up in the morning and you decide, oh, I don't got no coffee. I'm going to be grumpy all day. That's a choice. That is a choice because the words that you speak is a choice. The things that you do is a choice. It's not part of your personality, it's choices. Just like being moody or just like any other thing that I associated with being a cancer. I feel like I let my astrology sign identify who I am and put me in that box of being a cancer. That means that the cancer details of who I am was higher than who God is calling me to be. Because let me tell you, there are some things that may be petty and some things that may be minor and more worldly that I associated with that isn't what God has called me to be at all. So that's just one example of many things that we put above God, many things that we put that completely define us, our jobs. Girl, you couldn't tell me nothing when I got my degree. 
I'm an educated woman. I had a matter of fact, I had a meme in my phone that said, um, <laughs> beautiful, educated, employed, and something else. And I couldn't wait to get my degree so I can post that meme. I'm pretty sure if you go on my timeline years ago, you will find it. Um, I think many of us have these things, these worldly things that we have on this pedestal that we fit to define us instead of who God has said we are. And those definitions are choices because our personality, the words that we speak, our actions are all choices. So you truly need to completely unbox your kingdom. Unbox yourself from these little boxes that you've placed yourself in by putting Christ first. Who does he say you are? Oh, there's many promises in the Bible, honey. There are hundreds of promises in the Bible. And one of them is that you can do every single thing through Christ that strengthens you. So when I started starting my day with my devotions, journaling, talking to God, I got real clear on who I need to be. And part of that unboxing was not procrastinating anymore. And as much as I would love to continue and talk about how not to procrastinate, if you ain't seen my video this morning, then you need to understand I still procrastinate. <laughs> we know, we know, queen, we know we're not supposed to procrastinate and I'm still working on it. However, I can help you Definitely unbox your queendom and show up as the many versions of yourself that you're supposed to be. Let me hop into my comments before I close. I'm ready to unbox. Yes, Tiff, unbox yourself. Amen. That's why I say choice is power. Yes. But your foundation is the first choice and it's either or. Woo. Yes, yes, it is. It's either or. That foundation is you're either going to serve God or you're not. You're either going to be for Christ or you're not. You're either going to define yourself by what the world defines or by God. That's the either. Make a choice. Unbox yourself. Now, if you want to work with me on unboxing yourself to talk to me, that first initial talk is always free. I understand that people have these consulting fees. Don't nobody got time for that. I can't charge you by the hour because we about to be sitting talking for a very long time. I need to get the whole scope of your queendom. And there's only one way to do that and it's to get to know you better. So in order to do that, you can work with me. Work with me with hellobeautiful.info. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Coach K Beautiful. Um, I'm going to be posting some testimonies very, very soon of some of my clients that are finishing up their first Queendom Come course. Um, part of some of the words that I hear is um, I let go of anxiety. Working with you, I let go of fear. Working with you, I let go of control. Working with you, I let go of anger. Um, it really is a healing journey. Um, I'm going to be their coach for life, regardless if they're enrolled in my program or not. I'm accessible to them, regardless if they're enrolled in my program or not, because there's no way you can sit and talk to me about your queendom, tell me your whole life story, and we don't become, our journeys and our queendoms don't become entwined. So I look really forward to working with you. I want you to be brave enough. Here's the thing. Healing is an investment. And I don't mean that by money. I mean the mind frame of it. I mean, literally, what are other things that you invest in 
Um, if you don't have a mind of investment and the importance of investment, like getting life insurance, wearing a seatbelt, just to ensure that you make it to the future, then it's very hard for you to understand why you need a life coach. One of the criteria that I have is to make sure you have at least been to therapy before or you've considered it or you have a therapist lined up because people who invest in their mental health and understand, oh shoot, everybody needs a therapist, then they're ready to definitely work with a life coach because it ain't either. It's both. So I would love for you to work with me. You can visit me at hellobeautiful.info. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Coach K Beautiful. And um, we're getting closer. We're getting closer to figuring out this whole queendom and healing this whole queendom and this whole journey. And I love that you guys are on this journey with me. And I want to be on the journey with you too. I love you guys to pieces. Let me check my comments. Ooh, love that. And I love you. I love every single last one of you. Thank you for your support. Make sure you share, share, share. I have to tell you about the Facebook algorithm. I always want to make sure I do this. You have to help me find it. If you find this um, helpful, share it, send up hearts, send up likes. Facebook is like a mean girl in high school. Like if you ain't that popular, if they don't consider you popular, they don't talk to you. And unfortunately, it's not like real high school where I was like, I'm popular regardless if you like me or not, I don't care. Um, Facebook doesn't play like that. So you have to share, make sure you comment. I make sure that I comment back with you. Um, and I love you guys to pieces. Any more comments? Love you, Tip. I know you said you're ready to unbox. Go to my website. Come on, click on that. And you have a daughter too. I have a program for mothers and daughters and daughters just by themselves. I got you. Let's do this. I'm ready to help you unbox your queendom. Love y'all. Smoochies. Bye.